I'll take three. Um, a movie treasure hunt. <laughs> and um, today. Whoa. And today <laughs> we are going to be talking about a movie that I chose. You're being dumb, Alex. Who? Alex. Me? You guys are mean. You guys make all these weird faces. God. Okay, so we're going to be talking about the movie The Devil Wears Prada. And I am joined with my other two co-hosts who like to make fun of me because I don't intro very well. (laughs) Every time Jacob does his intros, I make faces. Yeah, Alex (laughs) is constantly making faces. Alex is just a psychopath because he doesn't (laughs) understand that this is a... I think um, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, start throwing some shade. I think a lot of time Kristen is just playing on her phone and doesn't see no, all the faces that I'm making. All the time, okay. <laughs> I know all the time. Anyways, <clears throat> um, so we have Alex. Hello. It's and me. And Jacob. What up, players? And we are joined by the lovely Kristen. That's me. And uh, yeah, so. We pick a movie, mm-hmm. and we watch it, mm-hmm. and then we talk mm-hmm. about it. Yes. We pick three things out of the movie we want to talk about, I guess, specifically. Booyah. And then add in other ones that were like, oh, we have this one down. Let's add this in. And yeah. Yeah, we're here to talk. And this is <laughs> really academic. We're, we're here to break this movie down and build it up in a new way. So when you watch it again, you're like, whoa. I never thought also, of it that way. We're going to break it down by the second. Okay, we got this thing time-coded. <laughs> I put it in my editor. I've got all the edit points written down. We're ready to go. Hmm. I don't think we do that anymore. We did that in our first episodes. <laughs> the the three-hour episode's really good episode. <laughs> if, you want, if you want those back, tweet at us. Hashtag make it longer, please. <laughs> Hashtag... Give me a big one. Hashtag size does matter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. Um, I chose The Devil Wears Prada because we are currently on Jacob's theme. Oh, quick uh, for people. We pick themes, too. Yeah, we pick themes. I love this podcast. Themes. (laughs) 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 I'm just over here hyping up everything that Kristen is saying now. Because she was not happy with my first. (laughs) (laughs) You made a character change. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we pick themes, and then each of us picks a movie for that theme. And then we go around, and each of us picks a theme. This theme, I chose it, and it's the greatest theme that has ever been in the history of themes. Well. Movies with cameo. I think my favorite theme is this an episode of my favorite theme? I think it might be. <laughs> so my favorite theme was the movies to do with free will and stuff like that. I thought that was a really interesting theme. Hmm. That's my that was my uh, psycho brain, you know, working extra hard that day. And uh, this cameo theme sucks. No, I'm just kidding. I already <laughs> forgot what the other themes were. <laughs> The cameo theme's fun, because now I'm, like, looking up movies with cameos, and I'm like, that's not a cameo. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that about that cameo. 
<laughs> and I'll just keep going online and buying cameos for different actors, <laughs> and it's costing me a lot of money. Did we? T- I think we talked about putting we did, a, mo- briefly. a cameo yeah. in a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could do it with. There's so much social media and movies nowadays and stuff like that. They could definitely do that. Yeah, that'd be funny. Spe- like, there's podcasting movies. You know, Ant Man's got a podcast. He does. Yeah, little 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 man in a big world or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was featured in Miss Marvel. If you watch Miss Marvel. Oh, that's right, right, right. I remember that. Yeah. I like um, the podcast people in Halloween 2018 because they get killed by Michael Myers. Live on the podcast. That's the that's the Halloween theme. I think uh, John Carpenter. Well, okay. No, he's yeah, not John Carpenter. Composer. Was he the composer? Yeah, he is. Uh-huh. Okay. He compo- composed and directed. Oh, nice. And co-wrote. Who's the composer of The Devil Was Prada, Kristen? I don't think it is a com- any composition in this movie. God damn it. The music's by um, Peter Shapiro, though. Shapiro? Well, I guess that, that's probably composed. Is that uh, is that somebody else? Who Who's Shapiro that I know? A famous Shapiro. Oh, Josh ben? Shapiro, the governor of Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah, is this his cousin or something? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Ben Shapiro is probably more famous than... <laughs> ben Shapiro. Yeah, that's the one I know. <laughs> but he's a jackass, and yeah, Josh Shapiro is a person, good right? person. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Let's get let's cut him out of the All right, let's, we're, we're getting way off track. So okay. this theme is Jacob's theme, and what was it again? So we can... Yeah. Uh, movies with cab- <laughs> movies with the cameo in them. Yes. <clears throat> So yeah, um, Al or no, Jake already made his choice, and we yeah, had we watched, watched Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Oh, we both forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you guys! If you if you guys you guys gotta get on my level. If you guys remember you, one thing, sorry. Well, you um, watch the movie, then you edit the movie or the podcast, then so you've like done it twice, then you'll remember it. Hmm. That's true. You do a lot of work. I, I write up the synopsis. That's about it. Yeah, and then I listen to the episodes so that way you know we make sure we get at least one listen per episode. I um, I, scro- listen to some I episodes. fast forward <laughs> all the way to the end to hear what the stinger is, and then that counts as a listen. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was like, "I just want to know what what funny things Jacob did added on to here." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sa- Sa- Sarah, uh, of course, always listens, and get lo- I love when she texts me and gives me uh, great reviews. Um, I don't she share shared our, guys, but. our podcast on Facebook too, so thanks, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah, oh, thank I you. said Sarah. Sarah the Sarah. Sarah, yeah, because she <laughs> shares. Yeah, um, exactly. yeah, thanks, Sarah, and thanks, Lance. Of course, he's always giving us the the tweets and the feedback and everything. Yeah, too. Lance is awesome. Uh, and then Maggie, one I, day we'll listen to. She, I talk, I, I was giving her a bunch of shit about it like two days ago. So she said she's gonna start listening. So this is a test. Jose might nice. still listen to us once in a he while. He might, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He may. I did send it to one of my friends at work who I uh, just met, or not just met, but just like got to know on mm-hmm. uh, the weekend. Not to got to know, but like started sharing actual stuff with. Well, so some of my cool. friends at work said that they'd listen to it, but um, I haven't heard anything, so, <laughs> so <they laughs> I don't think they've haven't. listened to it yet. <laughs> I don't ask anybody to listen to it. I mean, I didn't ask. Word of mouth is the they best. Just, I just don't know anybody. Like, I share. I think I said something about, oh, I can't because they're going to be recording or whatever, and then they that opened the whole conversation of. Yeah, you got to oh, be mysterious. Oh yeah, we're doing a podcast. Like, yeah. yeah. Hook, line, line, s- 
the lo- give out a little bit of line because the fish is pulling really hard. <laughs> Freaking, I got one fish on here. And then another fish came up and got my fish. Ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> Tragic turn of events. Okay, so yeah. Um, <laughs> coming back around again. So. <laughs> so this movie so, came out in 2006. <laughs> yes, and it's based on a book. And it's the Devil Wears Prada, in case you guys lost track. Yeah, it's the, it's the same title, so don't freak out. 110 minutes, people. Come on, stay on track. Um, the book was written by... Um, a, 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 I can't... A Aline. woman? Aline. Aline. <laughs> Aline Brosh McKenna. Oh, shoot. I'm and on Terminator 2's Wikipedia page. Wait, <laughs> and it's... Is it? The screenplay. Sorry. The screenplay yeah. was written by... Aline Brosh McKenna, and it's based on Lauren Weisberger's novel of the same name. So, okay, I have made it halfway through the book, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's years. I'm con- like years. That's years. I continue that. So, yeah. Is the book not as um, like captivating? I think it's that because or that this you is already what- know the story. I mean, I know the story, but things are different in it. But mm-hmm. to me, because this is one of my favorite movies, like I know. I like I can't I can't separate them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. In so the book, do they de- do they describe the Meryl Streep character as this character looks like Meryl Streep? No, well, no. <laughs> That'd be funny oh, if that, they did. That would have been um, good. They based it off of what's her name? She's the Vogue lady. Um, oh yeah, Anne Win- Winter. Anne yeah, Wintour? yeah. It's kind of based like. Anna what a lot of people say is that it's like fictionally based on her or something, but um, I think because she wrote, awesome she's the encapsulating editor in chief of Vogue, right? Or yeah. was, if not anymore, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, she might have gotten replaced because she's too old. <laughs> oh, she's still the editor in chief of Vogue. Oh wow, she, she might come uh, after me for those comments. She did what Miranda Priestly did. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that one. Her get repeated, there. reportedly aloof and demanding personality has earned her the nickname Nuclear Winter. Mm. Wow. That's kind of mean. Anyways. Well, um. <laughs> to be able to, to be able to, you know, run Vogue, something so important as Vogue, you know. Vogue's pretty cool. I think, I mean, we're jumping the gun, but I think this movie did a great job making me find the um value if i feel like value is the wrong word but find the stake in what fashion in this magazine is which i've never felt before i did not do that for me i would lo- I, I look forward to hearing uh why for you because a lot of my like i don't want to get too deep into my review of the movie um mm-hmm. But the look, some of the umbrages I have are like motivations for the characters. I just didn't. Not get. Dolores, thankfully. Yeah, not Dolores umbridge. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that took me a second. I was like, I was trying to figure out character names for this movie. I was like, why aren't why aren't all the characters named after the actresses like Emily's character? Man, come on! I could have gotten. Andrew, or Andy was so close. I couldn't wait with Anne. What are they doing? Just give it to me. Make Kristen it easy and I me. were comparing a few notes we took last night. And one of my notes says, Emily Blunt, early role. Emily is character. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, her character's name is Emily. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, that would have made it way more e- way easier for me. They could have. Uh, I thought the char- character names were good. 
they weren't terrible, uh, for sure. But you know, I kept, I just kept thinking about Meryl Streep's character as Miranda. I was just like, wait, is this Sex in the City? Every time I kept thinking Miranda, <laughs> Miranda. And, um, uh, and then they totally could have made Stanley Tucci's character instead of Nigel. He could have just been called Tucci. Tucci. <laughs> hey, Tucci. <laughs> that would have made sense for the fashion industry. Oh my gosh. Okay, gosh. sorry, Kristen. Go ahead. Okay, so um, the so movie good. stars Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep. Well, there's a will, there's a way, and Hathaway. <laughs> and a bunch of uh, other actors. But one that really stood out real quick that we were talking about. Um, so there's two actors that we realized that are in that show, Love. Oh, yeah. Chris and I just rewatched Netflix. Love. <laughs> Paul, the, um, Paul Rust and Gillian Jacobs show with um, <laughs> Claudio Adorti. Executive produced, yeah. But um, two of... Uh, what's well, one uh, of them popped up, the guy... He yeah, the, first, the friend whatever, group. One of Andy's friends. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he and played bo- Dustin. Me and him were both like, hey, that's it. That's the guy from Love. And then like her mm-hmm. other friend, the girl. The um, one who <laughs> had the art exhibit. I didn't realize it. I was like, this, <laughs> this girl's so familiar. And when I looked her name up, I was like, oh, it's Susan Cheryl from Love. <laughs> so they're both from Love, those two friends. Well, the only thing that they popped were in for love. me they're not was that, that she was in Rent. She plays one of the main characters in that. So. She plays the rent? No. The uh, they refuse to pay the rent. She she literally doesn't pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get but out of the... I thought it was funny because um, those two characters from were from love have no interaction there, but here they do. They have a lot of interaction. Yeah. They yeah. talk to each other at a table and mm-hmm. also other places. Mm-hmm. Two other That's places right. at least. But anyway, hey, that's cool. This this movie definitely passes that one test where women have to talk to each other. The Bechdel test. Bechdel test. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So we can we keep a track of that. So. Well, that's especially coming off Tropic Thunder, where there was like yeah. no female characters. <laughs> but this they did mention good, this was a great balance. <laughs> did did mention parts of women in that movie? That's true. Especially during Al Pacino's song. Mm-hmm. Do you get it, Kristen? Or yeah, I got okay. that. I wasn't sure. <laughs> well, I was, wait, wait till sure you, you were staring gonna... at me with disdain, or you just didn't understand. <laughs> wait till you hear Kristen was like, "Oh, I shouldn't have picked this movie. You guys are only going to talk about this," <laughs> and uh, and then she's like, oh, "You guys are going to say this and this." So I wrote them down. Um, the things that Kristen said we were going to mention. Yeah, and this okay. my very first two notes. She's like, "You guys are going to be like, oh my god, I saw a woman in her underwear." Uh, <laughs> panties oh my god <laughs> wait who did we see in their underwear oh my uh, the god people at the at the very v- beginning of the movie is showing women getting ready for work and it's showing all these women putting on, on fashionable clothes it's like them getting dressed and stuff mm-hmm. like their morning routine and whatever and i gotta it, rewatch this movie on their underwear <laughs> and she's like great you guys are just gonna care about that. so i wrote down exactly <laughs> what she was making fun that's of so us. funny i didn't even notice that <laughs> Jake's I, like, did, what? I did i did notice that anna hathaway like later on is like what about this and like shows part of her bra so that's, that's something true. i noticed cool and then i was like ooh la la sex okay oh, <laughs> i i usually just uh say hey nong man you know what i mean Okay. Okay. So this movie came out in June of 2006. That was a long, long time ago. 
That's crazy. Back were the days. And um, I don't know. I don't ever know if these numbers are right and stuff. But the box office it made three hundred and twenty-six point seven million. Was a pretty sized hit. And the budget of it was thirty-five to forty-one million. Definitely, like uh, money, definitely money, made make some money. money. It got nominated Which, for some awards just, too, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one of the things I just read on the trivia because I realized I didn't even read the trivia last night or the night before when we watched it. So yeah, I'm smart. But um, one of the things on the trivia said um, that the costume design was nominated for an Oscar. Um, mm, makes sense. And that they spent mm-hmm. like over a million dollars on the costumes. Which make that definitely makes sense because they're all yeah because they like, needed the the high fashion they had to have yeah. the name brand on it yep mm-hmm. and then Meryl was nominated yeah she was her best and actress. she also she also won uh a, was it a Golden Globe or what was it something like that um yeah she won Golden Globe best actress in a yeah, motion picture musical or comedy Emily Blunt was nominated for a Golden Globe for this I liked Emily Blunt a lot in this movie. She's good. I just kept thinking, damn, John Krasinski, you lucky son of a bitch. I just kept thinking. The devil does wear Prada. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Jacob. I had nothing. I was lost. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes sometimes I got a couple of lines I could give out, you know? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. So any other fun facts? or whatever or should we just jump into our three things well there was uh, oh wait in- history in- sorry history well there was something I interesting i read too was that of course you mentioned that the miranda Priestley character that meryl street plays was based on anna winter um and it said that uh although the movie was set in the fashion world uh, most designers and other fashion notables avoided appearing as themselves mm-hmm. for fear of displeasing her um mm-hmm. because people thought that she would feel like um, you know that this was mean against her, I guess. Um, and they, but they still let like their clothes and accessories be used, but just they weren't gonna appear in it. But Winter has later overcame her initial skepticism of the movie, saying she liked the film and Meryl Streep in particular. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. That is cool. Yeah, I didn't have anything uh, interesting other than they did like actually film in Paris, which I thought. Uh, was cool despite the fact that y- I feel like you could barely even tell. It, like, yeah, they could have gotten away with not show it. going yeah. to Paris. That's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> but that was one thing I thought was interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, I like that. I'm glad they did that. Um, cool. Yeah, sweet. Okay, so history's with this before we jump into our three things. So, um, oh, what? Oh, sorry. Jacob, no, Jacob really wants to go. Okay, no, Jacob, you can I, go. I gotta, I gotta take a giant break. What? <laughs> you do? Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> we're this. We're we got advertisers now. Okay. What? <laughs> when this happen? Right now. I just accidentally made a noise when you were going, and I didn't mean to speak. He's trying to recover. Oh my god! Okay, it's like, it's like um, when you start to slip and then you try to recover, but then you start slipping a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get my feet under me. <laughs> okay, Jacob, go. 
I've never seen this movie. I have heard of it. Uh, I never have been interested in this movie in any way, shape, or form. Do you remember? Because nice. I was like, I bet one of the things Jacob knows about this movie is when Michael Scott watches it. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> for a week, he's like, get me, Armani. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not going to Paris. <laughs> I, do, I don't really remember that, but that, uh, uh, that sounds hilarious. I need to rewatch The Office. <laughs> oh, There's so I many good things in The Office. Another part that he does. <laughs> he's like sitting oh. in his office yelling steak. <laughs> I did... I did think, uh, I did think about when uh, on the episode of The Office when they were talking about is Anne Hathaway hot? Hathaway that they talk. It's not talking about. Um, oh, they're talking about Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was thinking that they were. <laughs> well, she's a six, so. Oh my god. <laughs> Size six, yeah. That's what I meant. You know what I meant. Yeah. Mhm. That's funny. Um new to me while I watched it. Um but uh, yeah, I had never watched it. It you know, I mean it's not anything that i'm interested in uh topic wise um so yeah never caught my attention cool 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 cool, cool. What about so you? um i don't know why i wanted to watch this movie <laughs> isn't but, it one um, of your favorite movies or you mean yeah the first i mean time? i mean the first time because oh, okay. i remember i was working at um pizza hut and i clothes and i'd get off and go to work or go to walmart and i would just like roam around there because i didn't Mm want to go home but um i'd buy like a movie every now and then and i saw this one and i was like oh that looks interesting so i bought it and ever since then it's been my one of my favorite (laughs) movies Uh, because like i didn't know anything about the story like i had no idea but it's just such a cozy movie to me i don't know why but yeah all, all you knew was there was a shoe on the cover. Yep, exactly. And, and Meryl Streep was in it, so and it was a that was How many good times for me. Do you think you've seen this movie? Like, if you had um, to ballpark it. <laughs> Jeez, I don't even know. I can't even ballpark it because I'm like, can it really be like in the thousands? Like, I I don't there... know if it's that much, but I bet it's over a hundred. Yeah, it's gotta be a lot because I would nor like just put this on in the background but i'd really end up watching it <laughs> a lot of the time so yeah it's enough to where i know the lines really well so yeah that's good that's awesome it's cool it's yeah. exciting um we're watching some faves here because jacob yeah, it is traffic thunder pick too yeah that's in my top top of all time did you see i changed my top of all time no, oh, I'll no. go look right now. Yeah. We made a tiny adjustment there. Took something out, put something in. That's what she said. Wait, she said she took something out and she put something in? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. you switched. It doesn't no, tell I'm me. Intrigued. 
What did oh, you okay. switch? I took out uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower and put in uh, the other guys. Oh, okay. You know, There's some good cameos in that movie, too. Just, uh, yeah, I just felt like a rewatchability and then just, you know, the whole Ezra Miller conflict. You know, I just, mm. I, I feel something when I watch it now, so I decided to adjust it a little bit. I made a change to my big four not too long ago. Here's what I added to it. Hitch. Hitch. <laughs> That's awesome. There's no cameos in that movie. I already looked. Got to watch that movie soon. Um, so are we ready to talk about this movie, though, before uh, yes. before we get too buff on a tangent again? Yes. Let's dive <sighs> into our top three things. Um, Number one. Can I just say that my first <laughs> note that I have we should on get, here is... Um, uh, a sound soundboard? No, number one. <laughs> well, that's why I recorded that fart earlier, so I could, you know, <laughs> try to get going. <laughs> Just on the fly, on the yeah, fly I'm sound doing, effects. I'm doing like what Scott Ackerman and Paul, Paul do when they're going to record their own sound effects. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 11. <laughs> we got to remind them to record the countdown numbers. We should just, we should remind them now. Yeah. So that way they can get a start on it. Okay. My first note is, man, I really don't know anything or care about fashion. Know anything about or care anything about fashion? That's what I wrote. What, at what think point you did don't. you? At you what think point you did don't. you write it though? <laughs> I wrote. Well, that's my. It's my, like first. I wrote. I wrote. I hate Meryl Streep's character already. Also, I don't know anything about fashion. I don't care about fashion. So it was like pretty early in the. It movie. was like immediately as soon as you met. As soon as as soon as the movie started. Is and I mean you're bringing it up now, so is that still true? Yeah, I got I know nothing. I I could I could tell you that uh, there's magazines. I could tell you Vogue <laughs> that we mentioned earlier, uh, Prada, Louis Vuitton. I can name you some brands: Marc Jacobs, Louis. Vuitton. I can't tell you anything about fabrics. I can't tell you about, about why some colors work. I can't tell you why that red dress and a butt with a bow didn't work. I got no clue. I thought Anne Hathaway looked good at the beginning. Well, I think the point of the red dress with the bow too is just like showing it doesn't matter. There's no. Exactly. It's all subjective. It's to all Miranda. made up by somebody with a lot more I mean, money than we do who wants to. That dress make was feel kind like of and then out there. So money. the colors didn't work together, and the bow was way too big. And the sweetheart line didn't really work either with the straight A line like when, that. When I saw it, I went like this. What that means? Oh, you pursed your lips. Yeah, <laughs> I made duck face. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. So I mean, that's a good <clears throat> launch point because I mentioned that I was like I had a. I don't say that I was um, like, oh, okay, I like fashion. I'm into it now, but I had a greater understanding of it and the um pile of stuff comment that Anne Hathaway made and then Meryl's um monologue mm-hmm. about how that blue cerulean blue or whatever color it was sweater came to be on a Nordstrom rack or whatever um I was like okay I get it I you know it doesn't mean much to me personally but I get it I really, I thought that was a really r- well done monologue too by Meryl. Yeah, I thought she I, performed I call her Meryl, really well. She I, me and her are on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I actually just call her by her last name, Streep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, Jacob, but your hat looks like um, a director's hat. This is because it's called fashion, Alex. <laughs> it's learning a thing or two. Did you see my picture on uh, Facebook or whatever with me looking good? It got a bunch of likes. So there you go, yeah. fashion. How about that? That was a Calvin Klein shirt I was wearing before so, I watched this movie. Take that. Let me ask you, since I brought that monologue up, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, did, didn't do anything for you? No, I, I prefer, preferred the rant from Anne Hathaway where she uh, talks about how they are uh, treating it as if they're doing something as amazing as curing cancer. Um, but all they're doing is picking out colors or whatever she says. I don't know. I preferred that. Right. Nice. Okay. Jake hated this movie. <laughs> I gave it three and a half stars. I didn't hate it as much as I could have. I Kristen think, was like, I, th- I shouldn't have picked this movie. <laughs> I I think that the I think that the actors do such a wonderful job and I think that the story flows really well and is uh it was very intriguing, and I was very interested in watching it as the movie was playing. I just, there were so many things that I just, either as a man or as somebody who's just not interested in fashion or is just, I don't, I don't know, just, there was a lot of things where I just didn't, things didn't make any kind of sense to me where I was like, okay, why are you doing this? Okay, uh, why does this not matter? Okay, you know, just different things like that, which uh, when I get into my three things or as we keep talking, I can get into specifics, um, mm-hmm. situations and scenes and stuff where that happens but i just had a lot of just like i don't get it yeah throughout the movie i can understand that yeah what are your thoughts on the fashion world Kristen? is it something you're um you know on the pulse of at all i mean not really (laughs) um (laughs) i mean I used to really care about, like, what brands I was wearing and everything. And, like, I cared a lot about how this goes together and making an outfit and all of that. But I don't really care anymore. So (laughs) I'm just, like, if it's comfy and I like it in that color, then that's what I'm wearing. So She did the opposite of Anne Hathaway. This movie. Kind of. (laughs) That's funny. This conversation um, really makes me think of the scene in SLC Punk. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. I remember SLC Punk, yeah. But there's a a moment when he meets the girl near the end of the movie, uh, Matthew Lillard's character, that he ends up, like, dating and stuff in the epilogue of the Mm -hmm. movie. And she's like, why do you dye dye your hair blue? It's like, you, you, you say that you're so against fashion blah blah blah, all this stuff and you spend all this money dyeing your hair blue it's a fashion statement too and i think um like when i was a teenager i made sure i had band shirts and nice um uh skater shoes or checkerboard shoes or stuff like i had i was making a fashion statement even if it wasn't high fashion and so it's interesting to think about that well, there was that one line that the guy, her friend, because the guy or her boyfriend's like, "Why do why do women need so many purses and stuff?" Mm-hmm. Which is oh yeah, really and the dust in character. Say, just just put everything in a bag and then you're good to go. 
Yeah, but then he's like, uh, a purse isn't just an item of utility. It's a, it's like a, a modem of your iconography. Yeah. 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 It's like showing your personality through it. Like, yeah. I I will say that part. I definitely where that that thing where that the when the man said it. Yeah, when it I was mansplained. It. Yeah, when it, it was mansplained, I got it. Uh, no, but uh, when Stanley Tucci was like, you know, um, this might not mean a lot to you, but it might mean a lot to a boy who grew up with six brothers and pretended to go to soccer practice and was really going to sewing lessons. Mm. Were you like, oh, okay? I said, it's a shining uh, beacon of hope. <laughs> <laughs> I. No, go ahead. That whole thing, that whole like talk between Stanley. Hey, that's Tucci one and... of my things. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Sta- okay. I, I I don't know Stanley Tucci. I don't know. I couldn't name I know him. any Me movie neither. that he's in. Best friends. <laughs> Goddamn <notes. laughs> I can't name anything he said, but he was great in this movie. And I was like, man, I the want Hunger to watch Games. Didn't stuff. you just watch that? Oh yeah, I just watched all those movies except for the last one. I gotta. I still gotta log the third one. Who does he play in that? Uh, he's one of the announcer people. What's Caesar? his name? Caesar. Yeah. 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 Flick, Flickerman. That Flickman. Man, that's a good, he's a good Flick, actor. Flickerbean. Flickerbean. I don't think it's Flickerbean. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my new Twitter handle. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's also. Um, this is a movie me and Kristen used to watch sometimes. I think Kristen probably watched it a lot more than me, but he's. Emma Stone's dad in Easy A. Oh my god, I just watched a bunch of scenes from Easy <laughs> A with him today. I never it's watched funny. that movie. On TikTok, yeah. Oh really? That's yeah, a that's, fun that's movie. the one where it's like Scar- <laughs> the Scarlet Letter or whatever. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Set in modern times, kind of like a 10 Things I Hate About You did with Taming of yeah. the Shrew. I did watch uh, Transformers Age of Extinction when she was in, so there we go. Oh. Nice. Because I make good choices with my movie selections i did watch spotlight as well uh sorry i'm just going through his it also says he's in captain america (laughs) civil war the first one (gasps) did he play the doctor i don't know yeah he had to play the doctor he played some doctor he was like german yeah he was the german doctor he's the guy who gave him the serum he's the guy who made it he's so good holy cow let's praise him praise the two praise Kristen, I didn't hear you praise Tucci. Oh, you you guys know what this just made me think of? We should well, I should pick Hereditary and make Kristen no. watch that. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> pick Midsummer instead. <laughs> you All pick right. your movie. Are we still talking about fashion? <laughs> I don't know. Are we? Are we that, done that with Jake, your point? Jacob's I'm done with fashion. That wasn't my item. Was it my item? Yeah, what whose item was that? You, it was Jacob's <laughs> number no, one. No, I said my very first note. Oh, we're not that wasn't one of your three things. No, that wasn't one of my things. <laughs> okay. Okay, that will be one of my things then, because I had the pile of stuff monologue as okay. one of my three things. So. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I was diving so deep into that discussion. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, this is just my very first line. It is just that. <laughs> Oh gosh! My nervous note. Okay, um, so that's one of your things, Alex. Yep. Okay, cool. It was a great monologue. We didn't talk enough about that monologue yet, but really good. 
Did you want to talk more about it? Because it's one of your things. <laughs> nope, that's it. Do you want to give it since it's one of your things? The whole monologue? I just liked the way, because that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't care. Um, I'll just put on a t-shirt or like I, I want to have a nice looking, um, you know, outfit, but I don't care about it. And so to hear like where that um, fashion can come from and where it can generate from and you you see these fashion shows and these people are wearing dumb things. Yeah, they're wearing and, so stupid things. And it's like, who cares? But then pieces of that fashion circulate through Look. other aspects of the clothing industry and make an impact. So I, I, that I was really interesting. I never knew that. Like that opened a light bulb. It opened a light bulb for me and turned on a door. So open a light bulb and turn on a door. <laughs> I got too stuck on it. <laughs> I gave up on fashion the second I couldn't buy a Lady Gaga meat dress at Kohl's. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I think that that had to be made hand, you know, custom made. I mean, so you might need to do that. Like at the butcher shop? Yeah. Was it custom cut? Anyway, next thing. Set. Go. <laughs> I will say uh, in, in regards to fashion, since it is a topic now, um, I will say that I care a lot more about fashion and anything like that now. And only for the sake that. I thought you were going to say it only for five minutes. Or oh, something. But, I, I think we were going to set a time limit movie. on it. I, I bought a Calvin Klein shirt caring about it, and then I watched this movie. I don't care. No, um, be only because I have to appeal to women, and women want people to look nice. And that's literally the only reason. I don't care about it at all. It's only because hmm. I have to. Well, I buy Alex his clothes, so. I would. I, I prefer if I could dress myself, which I do. When do I you buy wear, me my clothes? You yeah, didn't I buy do. this shirt for me. Yes, I did. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I would just wear but a I, hoodie. I and made a comment I saw when that, you watched wait, Dazed and Confused, and I was yeah. like, I want this shirt. I want and I saw that shirt. at TJ Maxx, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to buy this for Alex. <laughs> so, yeah, I do buy his clothes. Yeah. yeah. To buy you clothes and buy our kids clothes. That's true. I don't Me. really have anything to do with the kids' clothes. Me. He wow. doesn't even know. I could buy a set of clothes, like a specific set that match a shirt and a bottom that match, and Alex will not know which goes with which. Clothes are hard. that all the time Ta- with our kids. Deandre gets so mad at me. <laughs> I'll buy an outfit which comes with like three pairs of pants and three shirts or whatever, like a whole package, and then it's like, oh, you can mix match them. And I'll put the outfits together, and Deandre will be like, why'd you do that? And I'll be like, because it came as a set. And she's like, well, it doesn't match. And I'm like, what the hell are you even talking about? I don't, I don't <laughs> get it at all. So I just try to, I, if I put her in colors that are the same, like, ooh, here's a pink pants, here's a pink shirt, you know, or here's, here's like a, a shirt that has like an orange flower in it, so I'll give her orange pants, even though the shirts, you know, and then she'll be like, well, what are you doing? So I don't get it at all. I try to compliment colors, you know, I try to do well, things like that, and none of it makes any sense. Alex is actually trying to be mindful of Isla's outfit choice <laughs> yeah. for today, because she picked, Alex had gotten her a black shirt and gray pants, and then that was going to be good. Isla did not like the shirt, and so she went and got another shirt, and it was a gray shirt. So she was wearing gray shirts with a gray <laughs> pant. And I was like, you should go change your shirt or, or the pants. And she's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, and well, go, ask, like, your go ask your mom. Yeah, no, she came in, and I was like, I was like, are you sure you want to wear that? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> that's up to you. Like, 
I don't get it. Feels like it feels like fashion. I makes swear, me at least once a week, a week though, I'm wearing all gray. Too, so. Jim, he does that a lot. Just a track <laughs> I have my suit. a gray sweater and then gray sweats, and my now I have my gray Crocs. So. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, fashion. Okay. We've been on this first <laughs> thing that wasn't even supposed to be a thing for a while. Well, it's the biggest thing in the movie. What do you expect? Yeah, it's all this, about fashion. That's, that's what that's the movie's true. about. Um, that's true. If we don't talk about fashion on the Delaware we we'll here? never talk about it. Um, <laughs> I do. If feel I like can't the scuba, mo- then what's it all been for? The best piece of fashion advice that I have that oh, I yeah. use uh, I actually got from from Steve Harvey and his little suit, uh, suit thing. I don't know if you know that advice that he gave about suits. Uh, no, I'm I'm listening. Uh, he's basically he said uh, for your first suits get there's five colors you need to get basically and it was like a cream black gray blue. And, uh, and that might have been it. Actually, maybe it was only four. Uh, and then just a couple different shirts, and you can mix match all like the, all the jackets with all the pants, and all the shirts with all the. So you can basically out of five, five suits, you can make like 175 different options or something like that. So that's nice. that's the only thing I know about fashion. That's some good advice. Look it up on the YouTube for the actual colors, because I know I, I'm pretty sure they the ones I said were right, but there's probably it's better specifically from him because it's not as accurate as it needs to be. You know I how felt. to tie your own ties, right, Jake? Yeah. What kind of knot do you do? Uh, I just I think it's just a Windsor. Is that just a standard? No, Windsor's a little more intensive. Okay, yeah, I, I always do a half this... Windsor for Alex. Maybe it's a half Windsor then. No, yours is if you're doing the basic tie knot. What's that one? Yeah, it's, it's the one that I don't. Like three something. The four in hand. Yeah, there we the go. Three in hand. hand. I mean four in hand. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the way it looks, so I always ask Kristen to tie mine as a half Windsor. <laughs> but I don't wear a tie very often. Yeah, I, it's just quick and easy, and uh, it looks looks good and looks professional. There's some crazy like. I think you look good in your suit. I saw your pictures, Jacob. You look more fly than I've ever looked. Well, and those are uh, and uh, I haven't been wearing. I I don't like to wear ties all the time. I haven't worn any this semester, but I've been trying to do more blazer action. Um, I a lot of times I'll just do just a button up with some pants or something like that. But uh, I've been trying to do a little more blazers and uh, stuff like that. So that's Hmm. cool. I'm hoping that if I look good on campus and I hang out on campus, some cute campus girl will talk to me. Can you date a campus girl? I can date anybody I want. I'm an American. (laughs) 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 Just make sure they're over 18. I'm an American. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But for real, can you? Yeah, for real. I can date anybody that is over the age of 18, Alex. I, oh, it's okay. not, I shouldn't date anybody in my class, probably. <laughs> you're, uh, yeah, you're you should definitely though. not do that. Anything not probably. You should game. definitely not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can oh, even, that's funny. I can even uh, date an old lady who's on campus. So. <laughs> an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I got no restrictions. I'm a man. Oh you could even date a guy if you want, Jake. If I wanted to. Yeah. If I, I'm, I mean, for me pers- personally, I am straight, but Aww. it's our choice. But if I was, I could. Because I'm American, damn it. <laughs> you could even date an old guy. I could. On campus. <laughs> Are you on campus? Yeah. <laughs> Let's date. <laughs> All right, we're off the rails in this oh episode. Oh my god. Okay. So my first thing who's next? is oh, Jake. Go. <laughs> first yeah, Jake. day at a job. Um, nice. Anne Hathaway's. She goes and gets this job. You know, she journalism, whatever. She goes and gets a job at. Uh, <laughs> She goes and gets a job as an assistant for a fashion picture, whatever. What was, uh, and she has no idea what the hell she's doing. They don't tell her anything. She's thrown to the wolves. Um, I know for me, I, I kind of, uh, I, I never really felt super thrown to the wolves at a job, um, other than like a raise. But what do you guys, what's your first job, first day at a job? Uh, experiences and what do you guys think about uh, the way that Anne Hathaway was just thrown to the wolves there um, when I first got promoted to from my QA position um, I work for uh, an insurance company in a, a call center environment in a sales department and I got hired as a sales um, le- like leader te- team leader but like an assistant manager type team leader like I wasn't the main person leading the team Mm-hmm. And when um, I got h- hired, there wasn't a team ready for me to help with. So they just kind of were like, hey, there's a team who's starting to take sales calls this week. Go help them out. And you might end up having to lead this team after that, too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. OK. And there wasn't a market leader, which was the official leader assigned to that team yet. So I was pretty much the highest level person assigned to this team, and it was my first time doing the job. Oh and my gosh! It was um, really clunky of what I was doing, but I mean, I was—they didn't know any different. And I knew I know the product, and I know the sales techniques really, really well. So like, it was okay. But I was like, I don't know the leading, I don't know the coaching. That was the stuff I needed help with. Mm. And so, luckily. That only lasted for a couple weeks, and then I got moved to a tenured team with a tenured market leader and got to learn some good stuff from him. So that's the closest I've been to that Throne of the Wolves, wolves thing. Wolves. My other, my other positions have been more, okay, Let's t- here's some type of training that you're going to go mm-hmm. through first. What about you, Kristen? Mm, I don't think I've had a situation where I've just been thrown into doing my job so quickly it's been like a training process in like all of my jobs um yeah i can't really think of one they've all been like oh you're gonna follow this person around and see learn how to do it like it's not like okay you're working here now go (laughs) like Mm -hmm. go do this you know yeah i uh <clears throat> Mine's pretty similar uh, to you, Kristen. The only one I'll say where I wasn't like given any kind of training whatsoever is actually teaching, because um, I didn't take any classes on teaching. You know, I didn't. I basically was 
I uh, observed uh, a couple of classes, in which case I just went and sat in a class like I normally would as a student. And then uh, I asked the prof- uh, if I had any questions, I asked the professor, I was like, hey, okay, why'd you do that? Or, you know, like that. And that was mm-hmm. all the training I got uh, <laughs> to be a teacher. Uh, so that's basically uh, my only throw of the wolf thing. But I think I handled it pretty well. I was very nervous and I was not a very, I should not have been teaching public speaking because I was not a good public speaker uh, at the beginning. But I've gotten a lot better at it now. Um, and I'm a lot more confident and stuff like that now. So uh, definitely, definitely nothing like, nothing like, uh, and Andy gets oh she yelled at and andrea i mean emily emily what what because miranda calls her emily the new emily right yeah 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 and then uh you know just not getting told any any kind of instructions just being yelled things and then expecting to know what that means it's like how does she even survive especially for somebody who knows nothing about fashion i didn't get it at all especially if uh, the way they were setting the job up, like they were firing people every like three days or two weeks or whatever it was. I don't know. I, was I will say I've been, I've definitely had a lot more of the opposite, um, especially working for a call center type corporation thing mm-hmm. where there's a lot of, they spend a lot of money on training people and I've had more like, okay, I'm tired of the training. Let me go do it now. Kind of a thing where, um, other people might benefit from it more, I guess, but I am more hands-on learning. Like, okay, yeah. I, I got the, the concept. Let me go try it and see what I need to do. So I've had more of the opposite. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I, the, the sales job that I had where I had to go sell stuff to people, we had a lot of like in the room type of training or practice. Uh, mm-hmm. and then a lot of like, going out with somebody else to watch how they do it and um even with i was with somebody uh you're with somebody until you get like a a clothes all by yourself and stuff like that uh so they they really wanted to make sure that you could do it but there wasn't no there was no and i think i would have appreciated a little more thrown to the wolves because once i was actually out on my own i did really well uh and then you know i forgot how to close and then i forgot how to close and stuff so Mm mm-hmm I think that kind of happens in sales a lot. Like you know what to do and you do it and then you start to get no's a lot more and then you get Mm -hmm. timid and nervous and you stop chasing the no and you get kind of stuck. Yeah. Go ahead, Kristen. Sorry. Yeah, you should be. Um, (laughs) I had to close that um, (laughs) analogy. Well, I was just going to say like, um, I guess one of the real situations that I can think of where I was kind of like, I had to kind of do what Andy did <laughs> where she like finally embraced like the fashion yeah. world be- to get better at her job. Like, mm-hmm. um, can I, should I say the company I worked for? Or just say a store I worked for. I think you could <laughs> say the company. You don't currently work there. That's the only reason so, I didn't say my company. Okay. So I'm, sh- I don't know if everybody knows of yep. the buckle. <gasps> But they are very um, pilgrimy. What? <laughs> They're like because they had buckles on their hats. Oh yeah. right. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> They're very. Um, I don't know, like high fashion in like a department store kind of way. Like 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of name brand stuff there. A lot of it's expensive. um, All of that. And I had to, everything was based, because it's a sales position that I was in. And it was all based on commission and everything. And that was like the first time I had to like really push myself to be more outgoing and everything at a job because I didn't really do that before. I mean, I was a waitress at one point and that was, I There's mean, a level of, outgoing. Of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like this sales position I had, I mean, I'm trying to get people to buy like $90 pants, like just on a whim because sometimes they, you're just coming in to look and stuff. But I had to talk up a pair of $90 jeans, you know, it's tough. and yeah. So, um, I really had to embrace a lot of it though, of course, because I had to wear the clothes and everything. But, um, that was about the time where I was like really into fashion and stuff because I was having to sell fashion. So, yeah. What year was that? Um, what was that? 2014? 13? Was it the same year you watched this movie? For the first time? No. No. Okay, just wanted to check. When I first watched this movie, I was going through a bunch of different... It was like um, 07 or 08, probably. Yeah, but, like, looking back on that, I went through so many different, like, fashion choices in high school. (laughs) You weren't sure who you were yet? Nope, I was not. I had all my different phases. (laughs) See, I just dressed like my older brother. It was easy. Yeah, Jacob just copied the coolest guy he knew. Just took his clothes. And was like, yeah, I, was room. I was like, all right, I'll take this. Sometimes you still you wear some of my clothes, don't you? Do you still have some of my old shirts? I'm, I'm, I'm wearing your old underwear right now. Ew. I probably have some. Do you? What size do you wear? Medium. Oh my god. Underwear? Yeah. No. <laughs> shirts. Shirts. Medium. Yeah. I'm, I want. I should go look and see if I have any medium shirts because I didn't. Don't think I'm ever gonna get down to that. I've. I think I might have gotten rid of them all. I'm, uh, I might have already decided. I have some larges if you wear large. I'm getting close to a small, brother. Oh, I'm getting cl- close to double X or large. <laughs> I, 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 I wear XL pretty comfortably, back. actually. But. Do you? Yeah. I was taking some thirst trap photos earlier after I took a shower because I was like, damn, I look good. I got the V back. Dang. You been working out? Nope. You know you know, Rambo, <laughs> Rambo 1, he's kind of puffy, but Rambo 2, he's all shredded? That's how yeah. you are right now. You're like Rambo 2. You got any oh, tips? Yeah, I've just been, you know, eating real clean and just doing it Give me it right, the goddamn you know? map. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, McGluckin. Tell me what it says. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie. We, that was last week. All right. All right. Okay. Um, that was my first thing. First day on the job. I'm, I'm ready to have another first day on the job experience soon. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah hell yeah yeah right. um, i will say my being the pleasant view when i got into this job now as the perishable manager i was i got one day of training and then that was it uh and then i was just like how to do it you and pretty much was, knew what to do though cut, didn't you well it or was, was actually way doing more, of it, it different it's way more complicated than you think it is because well especially then i did that i had to follow way more shit than i have to do now because it was, we were a market so we're only we're not part of the dis- market district anymore so really much, yeah are you guys still a market store we're we're a pop, we're a pop shelf store now whoa yeah interesting so, 
even though we even though we we're like a pop market we're like weird combo you're like but we're so part you guys of a, are is it a like a smaller Dollar general district yeah wow and, interesting. and so our regular our district managers in charge of regular stores and then us and so sometimes we'll have we'll like we'll go our people will go help out regular stores and just like what are we even doing because our store is so much better than all these other yeah ones. that's crazy DG Market and Pop Shelf? Yep. Huh. Okay. Pop Shelf's cool, though. Was Pop Shelf a different company? No, it's owned by Dollar General. But it's like oh, a, okay. it's kind of like a high-end type of that type of thing. Like, it's a home decor is what it is. Oh. It's like a big lots. Yeah, kind of. Interesting. <laughs> and you still have, like, the groceries, too, still, though? Still have the grocery store. Everything else is nice. the same, but, like, the whole... Uh, it's like... I don't even know. They like um, made grocery a little bit smaller, and they made the regular GM a little bit smaller. Like the whole middle section is essentially uh, pop shelf. all pop shelf now. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that'll ever huh. happen to my OGDG. Uh, I don't. I don't think they want to, but that might. Uh, I'll take some pictures next time just to send it to you and give you a, so you can yeah. kind of see it. But I have dreams sometime where I'm like. Sorry, I, Kristen, I got to go back and work. Ben called me. He needs me to, to come <laughs> in. And yeah. <laughs> oh I used to, I, I used to, when I was with the intro, I used to remember uh, specifically, like there were times where uh, I would like wake up and like I could, or she would tell me where I'd be like mumbling about Dollar Gen. I'm like, I'm open on aisle six or something, you know, something like that. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't think I do that anymore, but uh, those are good times, man. Yeah. Mumbling definitely. about Dollar General in your sleep. Gosh. I, that was my favorite job, working with Lance and goofing around all the time. <laughs> yeah, mine too, probably. <laughs> Either that or uh, uh, being a grad assistant where I was like, had an office on campus and I was hanging out with my buddy, just editing videos and stuff. Like yeah, all that's pretty cool too. Yeah. All right. This is going to be a long episode, guys. For those people who <laughs> wanted three hour long episodes, <laughs> hashtag bring it big i can't remember what the hashtag was anymore hashtag size matters hashtag uh make it longer hashtag all right so my um no it's kristen's turn what's your first thing y'all are reminiscing about dollar general and stuff like kind of left out here because i did not work there remember pizza hut though (laughs) kristen i mean you worked there jacob didn't work there that's true you want to reminisce about how you sold me a hat i can go get it i have it still I oh, don't yeah. even remember when that happened. <laughs> they bo- Lance you and Jacob buckle. both bought a pair of jeans from the buckle, too. That's yeah, true. You, you guys were nice. You, you guys me. are super nice helping me meet my quota for the day. <laughs> so I nice. had to look good. I had a wedding to go to. That you didn't wear the hat to? Why would I wear that to your wedding? I don't know. You said you needed to look good. All right. All right. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Number one. Um. Okay. So my number one is how awesome Meryl Streep is. There. Boom. She's she's incredible. Yeah. She's I, very, I wrote very down good. when you you probably wrote down I hate Meryl Streep. I wrote down, holy cow, Meryl Streep is immediately captivating. I wrote down that I hate her character. <laughs> <laughs> her character she was playing, or just her character as a person. <laughs> Mel shapes inside character, who she is as a person, her values, her morals, oh her ethics. Um, no, her character. Uh, Miranda. 
hate her. Yeah, she's uh, really good. That monologue yeah. that she gave was like, wow, I could see why she gets nominated for Oscars. <laughs> um, I haven't yeah. seen a lot of her Oscar movies, you know? I was literally thinking, I don't know if I've seen what Meryl Streep movies I've seen. Well, I've seen her in Mamma Mia. She was amazing. <laughs> Mamma Mia. I never watched she always, Mamma Mia. She works her butt off no matter what the movie is, I think. Because this wasn't like a high, um, this is going to be an award, you know, movie, probably. Yeah. She does. She's so good at like capture, caps, capsulating. Is that the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for? Um, Capturing. Cap- the character that she is playing like and then she can do anything like i mean like she did this and then she does like really serious stuff um yeah like i haven't seen all of kramer versus kramer but i know that she's really good in that one um that's more serious one and then like she can do funnier stuff like mama mia and she sings and um i have seen into the woods oh yeah She's I like in that, that movie. She's in um, Adaptation, which I've seen. And me and Kristen were just talking about this. And she's kind of a looser character in that. That's not as, um, you know, a, a high class as Mar- Miranda either, Priestley. So it's in, in, an interesting one. Because I haven't seen a lot of her movies either. Yeah, Looking at her filmography. I, I'm like, I don't have, I haven't seen any of these. She's done a lot of... Um, you know, award-winning movies. I mean, she's won a few, few of them uh, oh. gold trophies. And um, she's in that movie August Osage County. That's like a mm-hmm. really good movie, and she does so good in that. She's like addicted to p- pain medication in it and stuff, and she's such a good actress. Yeah, she's great. The and Iron she... Lady. She played Margaret Thatcher. And yeah, and like Joel, she played Julia movies. Child. <laughs> She's I'm good. like going through her filmography. But yeah, and I, you know, she's probably a very nice person too, but she can play, pull off this dragon lady character that they call her, mm-hmm. you know, really, really well. Yeah, definitely did not like her from the bat. So uh, I think my, yeah, my, uh, on my very first page here, I said, lots of room here for redemption. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get it and she she, i think it's not the character for it but yeah you could you could like a different story could have been told for sure yeah yeah no she's great the fact or that one line that um andy says to that one journalist guy where she's like if miranda were a man like nobody would notice but how good how good Mm -hmm. she is at her job oh yeah 100 percent it's that whole how do you balance work? how do you balance work and family like men don't get asked that kind of a thing you know mm-hmm. it's true yeah she's great yeah so Meryl Streep she's awesome okay I'll go to my second one <coughs> which is the um uh, Stanley Tucci uh, monologue. <laughs> all Alex's things are monologues. <laughs> They're so good. Um, oh my gosh! But it's it's also it's not the just the monologue. Like let's just only talk. It's like the the theme the performance inside the monologue. Oh, okay, gotcha. And the performance too. 
like Stanley Tucci is really good. We we mentioned like to him, fashion is so different. But um, there's some things he because she Anne Hathaway comes to him after getting yelled at by Meryl Streep's character, and she's like, "I'm trying so hard." This like, you know, and sh- he's like, "You're not trying. You're com- you're whining or you're complaining." Mm-hmm. And um, I think as an adult, I s- you. Like you, you don't. I see that as easily sometimes, either within yourself or whatever. But like, just because you're at work, doesn't mean that you're doing. You're like you're trying to do a great job because you're being available. Like you, you're not proactively seeking out to do a good job, you know. And I think it's kind of a wake up call for her in that moment. Um, he, he. There's a, a part where he's like you. Um, a lot of people would kill to have this job. They would die to work here, and you deign to work here. Like you hate that this is your job, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And you want. And then, and then he says, and you want to know why she doesn't kiss you on the forehead and give you a gold star on your yeah. homework at the end of the day. And it's really like, I, I mean, there, there's a lot of, because uh, he's also like, you know, she's just doing her job, which she could do her job differently. If, she, but that's not her. Like Anne Hathaway signed up for this like she knew what she was getting into and she's uh, being upset about that she's not winning her over and stuff like that's not what's gonna happen and i think it's a really then you have her like she's like okay i'm gonna you know i'm gonna dive in to this and um i think i've really liked to the next i don't know if it was the next scene but then you see where she's out with her friends and her boyfriend and they're like making fun of how much she's putting into her role and mm-hmm. it made me think like that happens sometimes where people make fun of somebody for trying for like working really hard and putting themselves like putting pouring themselves into something mm-hmm. um and you know there's just times where it's not necessary and like the balance is off but why people make fun of people for wanting to work hard and do a good job is kind people, of silly. People and trying and people yeah. make fun of them for trying. Yeah. Because, and it's usually a reflection of themselves. Yeah. And it's true. I, I feel like I'm hogging this, but um, at the end of the movie, her boyfriend is like, after this, I went and interviewed and I'm going to be a sous chef. Like he was holding himself back in that same way. And it's really good. Like, I like that message in this movie. I didn't know he was a chef. You didn't? It showed him working in the kitchen and stuff. Did not he was know. always cooking her food. Yeah. I thought he was just a, I thought he was just a really good boyfriend. Mm. And she was just treated him like shit afterwards cuz she got too drunk. I think in he in his role as a boyfriend is Wait, wait, pause. Pause. That's one of my things. So let's not talk about that yet. Well, I was just going to say I think it relates a lot to this is he um is he deigning to be <laughs> a boyfriend <laughs> so what does that mean just because of the same the speech what, no, you don't deigning deigning what does that like mean? kind of um uh oh god well, shoot, i just lost the word i was gonna say um you're kind of passive aggressively like why are you, you deigning tr- is meaning do is to uh, do something that one considers to be beneath one's dignity like once she's it's condescending so like resentfully being her boyfriend because she's doing 
pouring yourself into that role, into the job. To do something unwillingly and in a way that shows that you think you are too important to do it. Interesting. But anyway, um, what do you guys think of that speech or that, you know, uh, message in the film? I thought it was really good because, like, she was kind of coming off of, like, oh, why am I here? Like, you know, I'm, do I'm doing the job. Like, why am I not getting praised for it and everything? But it's, like, everybody can tell that you don't, you don't want to be here. Like, you know, and... Um, I like that Nigel made her see it that just because it doesn't matter to her doesn't mean it doesn't matter to anybody else. Like, like it's a very important thing. Like when he said that you don't know how many legends have walked these halls and he starts naming like different designers mm -hmm. and stuff. Cause it might not like, she definitely wouldn't know any of them. Like she doesn't care and stuff, but like these people have done a, like very big things. And like, even though like you don't know them, like, it's still important to someone. Yeah. You know, and it just, help like it's helping people too. Like it's not just a fashion magazine. Like he says, it's, it means something to someone that is struggling to, I don't know, be themselves. Yeah. Like, the whole fashion thing. I just thought of this comparison. Um, I feel like the Stanley Tucci, I feeling with, pro wrestling a lot like people look down on pro wrestling um and you know i watch the hall of fame speeches and i'm like crying because i'm so happy for them these legends of the industry and somebody would see hillbilly jim and be like who the hell is this person you know what i mean so I know, and then they're, it's true. they're always like oh it's fake wrestling like why does yeah. it matter and it's like it's still a thing though it's still important to someone like mm -hmm. Like, why do you watch movies? And these people, this, people like. <laughs> have poured their lives and they're all into this. Yeah. And it's the same for the fashion industry, probably. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't really have anything to say about about that. Uh, I love Stanley Tucci. Uh, the only thing that, you know, I really like that she went for help and that he was willing to help her, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I thought that yeah, really Yeah, he was her. a very empathetic yeah his character sympathetic person and, and I, I was rooting for um, him the entire movie i was like yes i want him to succeed in this movie yeah but now That's when you it. work for vince mcmahon or miranda Priestley. <laughs> nope <laughs> uh okay who's next jacob, jacob. um Okay, if you want me to go to my number two. Uh, my number two is just, like, how horrible the fashion industry is for, Wait, just like, about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> women and uh, the way that they treat women and fat shaming and self-esteem. Ah, uh, that's self my second thing. And just, like, how horrible <clears throat> it is and how much praise it gets, but how terrible it is and how just, like, the vicious cycle of how these companies and everything get so much money for tearing women's self-esteem down and then you pay them to make you look good and then they just use that money to then make you feel terrible and you're not mm -hmm. small enough, you're not good enough, buy our stuff to make yourself feel better. And I just hate all of it. And I couldn't stand how, how every, I wrote down like 
throughout my thing is just like, oh, fat shaming Anne Hathaway. Oh, fat shaming Anne Hathaway. Oh, fat shaming Anne Hathaway. Size six. You're going to eat that because it's got cellulite in it. Oh, carbs. You know, just I hated all of it. It made yeah. me as somebody like, how can anybody watch this movie and feel good about themselves as a person? If you know that this is what hundreds of thousands of dollars and everybody's looking up to, how can any? Well, and I think it's important to to point out too, like the fat jokes in this is meant to be you're meant it's to like cringe exaggerating. at it and be like, oh, this, yeah. yeah, this is bad. But yeah, but the thing about it is, it's like, but it's not made like it. You may be, I don't know how to. It's not like it's actually doing that though. You know what I mean? You don't think it's a conversation? I mean, the praise no, because they're praising high fat. They're praising it way more, and they're you know. The, and how great high fashion, I don't know because the message at the end of the movie and too and is wants to do it and it's what everybody wants and you know I don't know well the the one thing too at the end of the movie um, is and Mar- Miranda's like you know everybody wants to be us don't pretend that you don't and Anna Hathaway's like I don't and you know that's the happy ending is oh this is bad this is a lot well, of my negativity. No, my number three it. thing is the ending, which I don't know if I want to just jump right into it, but no, this, my... we can talk more about the fat shaming stuff first. Okay. Cause I know Kristen wanted to talk about that, okay. but I think the, I, the, so we, we talked good fellas, you know, on an earlier episode and there's a lot of people who are like, some people watch good fellas for the wrong reason where they want to be these people. And, mm-hmm. um, they're horrible people. Like everybody in that movie is terrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's quite the same with this movie, but it's not that Miranda, like people should watch this and be like, Oh, I want to be Miranda or, Oh, I, you know, this is what I want. But some people unfortunately do, but the people message is like, you know, it's, this is a cruel thing. And how can you learn from it? How can you better yourself? And how can you, like what kind of impact can you make too, which we could talk about in the ending. But yeah, what do you think, Kristen, of of anything that we're talking about? <laughs> I don't. I just want to make sure that um, I'm, uh, it's not me versus Jake in this kind of thing. I mean, I definitely didn't. I mean, didn't. <laughs> I knew knew of the fat jokes, but I didn't. Of the fat shaming and all of that. But, like, I didn't really see it until, like, a couple years ago. And then now it's still, like, I'm, like, I don't know. I love the movie so much that I don't see it. Like, I, you know, I know it's a storyline, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, fashion is like that. And that just is from me being a woman. Like, that's, they push it on us. Like, that's the agenda is if you're not small, you're not good. I think it's but we are becoming better in society that you don't beautiful is not skinny. It's beautiful is any body type like it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But um, I can see how they they did exaggerate a lot, not exaggerate, but they like pinpointed a lot of the issues that fashion has with bigger, you know, women in the industry 
but well um, i wouldn't say not even bigger industry but but women who are not even like abnormally skinny who aren't just like average size and And that was more like you're less than and i mean even during that time too like around that time in like the 2000s was a really bad time for all the yeah, that was when like America's like, Next Top Model was around too. Big thing. If like, you were Paris not like Hilton a size like and, double nah. zero, then yep. like you were not anything. Because I remember going into Hollister and stuff and seeing like an extra extra small, mm-hmm. and I'm like, who the freak is wearing this? But well, well like, my friend Brittany, you know, she was you know way skinny. She's like 110 pounds. She used to like not eat because she always felt fat because big stuff like that. And I always was like, what are you even talking? Like I never, I could never make the things correspond because for me as a man i always felt like i was too small and i was always i i felt ashamed because i was too small and for women it's, it's like the exact opposite you want to be uh, or like you the, whatever you know quote unquote the thing you need to be according to every fashion and all that is tiny itty bitty so skinny that it's not healthy and yeah. that's what's pushed and promoted and that's what all the money goes to and all these rich people who were millionaires and meanwhile assistants who are direct assistants for this lady are working at this job 24 hours a day and they live in some shitty apartment that like can't even afford lighting it looks like and is like a studio apartment and like i i don't know i just hated the whole this made me hate the fashion industry so much and i just know that it's so relevant and it felt like it was glorifying it a lot for me and i hated that um that was a big thing I disliked about the movie, but I really liked, I really liked a lot you, of. Real yeah. quick too, you like, I don't know the the glorifying part of it. Like there is an element to that. Like they make the fashion look exciting, you know. Yeah, but it makes it exciting and glamorous. Yeah, but they is. also make it like you. You're supposed to watch this and be like, well, this sucks for like her job is difficult and it sucks too. like nobody should be treated that way. And like kind of seeing seeing it as a I don't know. But it also like, told me like, this is how people are actually treated in these actual fields. And that's how it actually is. And they're telling the story because this is what actually happens, you know. But do you hate the movie because of that? No, like, I like. Does no, that no, give no, you I don't a lesser opinion? No, it's because the I the fashion industry I'm against the movie. I think they did a great job showing how terrible they are, and mm-hmm. it's the devil. You know, it's the devil. They're saying it's evil. It's yeah. horrible. It's awful. I get that. I just, it just, I just felt like there was a lot of, a lot more glorification for this horrible thing that still, today in society is, uh, I think is one of the worst things for mental health in general and society in general for women and yeah. I don't know I just hate I hate fashion I, I want people to wear whatever they want and it shouldn't matter if you can't afford something that is super expensive you shouldn't be shamed and be less than because of it it's just it's a way to it's a way to show classism in you know a society yeah that's a fair point I don't disagree with that But I, I, I like you, I said, I get this movie three and a half system. stars, so I don't hate this movie by any means, you know. Kristen, hmm. what? <laughs> I just did. You have more thoughts on that? Um, 
I don't think so. I apologize for going on a tangent or whatever. This is this, uh, sort of I get hot on some movies, you know. There's just no, and about. I think like you helped me kind of because my thing is you, you mentioned glorifying and yeah. like I want I I not that I want to convince you like if you have yeah. your own opinion, but I, I want to make sure that that it's across to like the movie isn't trying to glorify it even though it might accidentally do it sometimes and that could be was that intentional or not that could be a different discussion but yeah. based on the book and the script and stuff i i don't think it was intentionally supposed to do that and it might just and it, and it might just be an inevitable thing because once you if that's your subject matter you're gonna have to mm. give it a variety attention it, it has yeah. to exactly so you know, and it's not a shame necessarily on the movie itself or something taking away from the movie and, itself. And I think, too, like the movie, like we talked about with the fashion thing, like the movie makes fashion important. And I think it does play a role in our society. But there's a, like that there is bad stuff yeah. in, in it, too. Uh, like there isn't and anything. It, and it made me, you know, and that line, like I mentioned about and how the way that like, they're, they're curing cancer. It's more like mm-hmm. these people are causing a cancer than curing a cancer, which but they treat it as if they are curing a cancer. And. Yeah. They are the cancer. Hmm. Sorry. No, that's Go okay. ahead to your next things. Well, my third thing was going to be the ending as well. Okay. So I will just say instead, we haven't talked about the cameos Wait. in this movie. Ooh, yeah, we not. didn't. Um, one thing I was going to talk about, because uh, maybe we should leave the ending. Well, yeah, I was going to say this instead if we want to talk about the cameos. First. Um, yeah, the cameo that I chose, or why I chose this was because I remember Giselle Bunchen. Is that you say her name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she makes Bunchen a cameo Bunchen. in this movie um, as Emily's friend. Um, she works in yeah. the company too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Giselle said that she would, I saw it on the trailer. Is that Tom Brady's ex-wife? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. She said that, because she was a model, um, but she said that she would be, or make a cameo in the movie if she didn't play a model. So they wrote mm-hmm. her as, like, another assistant or someone who works at the place they work. But, yeah. yeah, they were talking shit, weren't they? Uh-huh, about Andy, <laughs> until Andy shows up looking for Fly like a Jesus. And then she complimented her outfit. She's like, what? She does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi Klum has a cameo too, right? And some yeah, other I didn't f- even know that. Yeah, And Valentino's in it. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know any, like, as somebody who hasn't, like, watched Project Runway or America's Next Top Model. Make it work. Any, any of those. <laughs> I, wa- I used to watch that sometimes shows. with mom. <laughs> Did you? I could see mom yeah. watching that. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I bet some of these people, because I, uh, I was like, they gotta be hiding some people in like the fat, you know, they got like fashion shows they're showing. They gotta have some actual people involved, you know. Uh, so I, I wasn't sure if there were or not. I didn't look into it, but it would make sense. Yeah. I would think. Yep. So, some definite bona fide cameos, especially for this, um, f- like subject matter of the film. Okay, sorry. Go on, Kristen. Um, so we'll just get into it because uh, we almost started talking about it and I'll just bring it up. So I wanted to know if you guys um, thought that, uh, I don't know, because I see a lot of people like figure out like the older they get from watching this movie that Nate 
was overreacting, her boyfriend? Uh, no, I said, I said, I said, what's this fucking cheater gonna do? Is what I wrote down. Cheater, they were broken up. I know, but she was like, she was emotionally doing some stuff. But they were on a break. Before that, though, she was, she was flirting. She was doing some stuff. She was feeling some stuff for that guy. She knew he was interested. She kept mingling and she kept, you know, she kept the relationship going. He was, uh, like that relationship, uh, not just, not the relationship, but just the professional aspect of having him as an ally to her though. Wasn't, was super helpful. Yeah. But he was just like, you could tell what the, it was all about one thing for him. You could tell from the beginning for him. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not, what I'm asking is not just about that because obviously that's bad. If you're flirting with someone that is not your significant other, that's bad. Mm-hmm. So the thing I'm talking about is when he's getting mad that she's actually interested in her job. She's actually want, like like when she defends the magazine, when he's like, well, someone's been drinking the Kool-Aid and like saying stuff like that to her when all her friends start making fun of her for actually when she's giving them all stuff and then yeah they make fun like of her. they yeah were i was making like, fun of her and i was like what are these she like was legitimately they, like, like there's pieces in here to read want. it's not just about clothes like yeah i so i think the whole nate anything the the flirting that doesn't even bother me that much it's not like they were emotionally like they were oh hey you're here you know talking to each other um Oh, you can help me with this. So maybe I'm a bad person in that way. But um, I w- the whole Nate thing. I might have a different, just from my personal experience, I might just have a different feeling of yeah. anything of that nature. So, But I think, um, I think they were a young couple who were r- great when they were doing the same thing. But when they have different career trajectories, he didn't know how to handle it. And I think um, he took it out on her. Did some things happen that sucked for him? Yeah, like she missed his birthday. Um, but he even was like, what am I for? I don't really care about that. And so he like he didn't really care about the significance of it. He just felt like she wasn't who he wanted. And he was mad at her for that. Well, as somebody who has himself. been through some stuff where I've like had something important going on, my skin other has completely not cared about it or not being able to make it for whatever reason. Like, it's like, all I want is just a little bit of effort. It doesn't even matter that, like, you want it. I just wanted something. And I think that's that's what that feeling was. At least that's what it came across to me was, you know, I don't know. Like, you just want somebody to show, like, that you care about them. At least have, a, like, a little bit. You're showing that you care about this person so much and mm-hmm. you're supporting them as they're going out and doing all this, like, you're a, for her to yeah, him or him like to her? Him to her. Like, he's sacrificing as well for her to go do this job, you know? And then he has one special... Like, it's his birthday. Like that's, that's once a, once a what year. What was he sacrificing? The fact that she wasn't there? Like, yeah. Like, he's... Uh, I, guess, I guess, like, his... We don't really get to know much about him, you know? But uh, the fact that he's... He hasn't seemed to make a huge big deal about her missing work consistently and all this stuff. Like, there's been a couple incidents, but... Then they're getting a fight because there's a big one because she keeps doing it and she doesn't seem to be doing anything to apologize. Just like, like you know what I mean? Like he's made, he's set, he's brought it up as an issue before, 
or said, hey, this is bothering me, you know. But she just continues on, and then something big happens, and then... And I think I think that's a like I think that's a fair point. This wasn't the relationship that he wanted, mm-hmm. but she was doing something. They were both young, out of school. You know, she was doing something that was what she wanted out of life. And well, I think of. sometimes, yes, yes, it wasn't really you're, what you're she right about that. All. But th- something that she saw as helping her get to a spot that she wanted in life, and. Um, you know, most of these movies uh, about young love like this is, oh, they were soulmates and stuff. And yeah, I think this is a good with... example of a movie like these are people who had a great time together and then their trajectory changed. And, and I found with people growing apart. Yeah. Um, I think uh, that's what. So I don't. Uh, I, I don't think I, either I of them. Don't, I don't is like any villain. time where there's like a. Th- third party coming in and like when there's a relationship going on and butting into that relationship because like okay well was that relationship ended because those people really had issues or was it because somebody else got had something shiny you know what i mean and see i don't think he i don't think um the mentalist guy i can't remember his name but the guy who plays the mentalist (laughs) who my friend justin williamson loved the mentalist um i don't think i think it played a role impact on well, she, I mean, I think she didn't had even want to be with him. Like, cause well, when she found out that Miranda was going to be replaced and stuff, she it like, was the, the job is what pull, pull, pushed them apart. It wasn't yeah. him, that guy. And he, it was, he was just happened to be there after they broke up. Well, he was, he was planting seeds the whole time. It's like subliminal advertising just cause you don't, you know what I mean? Just because it's not, doesn't mean it doesn't play a role. Yeah. But I don't see how that affected. You don't see how somebody flirting with somebody and being like, "Oh, well, now." There's I don't this think that was her option. reason for leaving. Yeah, I don't I think. No, I, I'm saying I do factor. I didn't say it's the only reason. It's a factor. No, I, I could. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Like that can be a factor, but I don't think it was a factor here. I do. You could tell by the flirting that you could. What the? But how did that impact their? How did that impact Nate and Andy's relationship? Because they're in a relationship, she's but, flirting with other people, flirting with another guy. She's that's but she the but she didn't leave Nate. Her and Nate didn't break up because of that. Nate but, didn't know about that guy. Yeah, that at wasn't all. even. But it doesn't mean that it didn't cause Andy to have feelings that might cause some sort of any kind of. Maybe she didn't care as much for Nate because she has some flirting thing. I'm just saying it might have played a factor in. Maybe. I mean, that's what, he, yeah, what Jake's saying is that that's what he sees as part of that. And I mean, a lot of people probably see that, There's, too. Maybe it's not the biggest thing, but I'm sure that if there was nobody flirting with her and she had no other romantic interest and no, like, other, you know, whatever, and there was somebody else showing her love when she's in a job that she hates and, you know what I mean, and she's getting treated like shit, but somebody that is at home treating her well and there's nobody else in the world treating her good other than... Some guy is he treating her. is Nate treating her well? What is treating well in this movie? You know what I mean? He I don't know. From what I I never I, the only characters I was rooting in this movie were were for Nate and for Nigel. And everybody else sucks in the movie to me, character wise. For rooting wise, those are the people I was rooting for. 
I was See, also rooting I for have... all the. I was rooting for all the side characters. I didn't care anything about like, the main <laughs> characters. I mean, it's just I... that, like, because the way I see it is that um, Nate was because he didn't want to be annoyed. That's what I'm saying is he didn't want to be annoyed that Andy was basically like becoming another person in his eyes because becoming she didn't want to. She didn't have time for him. She didn't. <laughs> What? I said become another person. person. Oh my god! <laughs> but she like um, she wasn't spending a lot of time with him as much anymore, and she wasn't doing the things he liked. She wasn't indulging with him when he would make fun of her job and like the runway girls because he even you know, they when, made that joke at the beginning and stuff. And she stopped paying. She he was in a relationship with her. He was like, okay, we're doing this together. She stopped paying attention to him. She started caring more about her job than about him. But she, is that a crime to be I think caring it, about your job? I think more than your significant other when you're in a relationship with this person. And I think I don't think it looks good on her part. I think that I mean, yeah, it's showing she that did, he put like, in more effort. Out of he cared hand. more about relationship. I mean, if if there was like a if you had to pick a good guy and a bad guy in a relationship, not saying you have to. I think she's the bad guy in a relationship. See, I think that uh, he didn't go about the right way of telling her. Like, I mean, obviously, this movie is written in a way to. Yeah. And when's he going to tell her? When she's at work all the time and ignoring him? You know, he doesn't have a lot of options. He doesn't have a lot of time. But the point they don't is, give her a lot I of mean, choices. What I see is that he wasn't seeing it from her point of yes. view. Because Andy is a yes person. She says yes to everything. She does that with her friends. She does it with him. And she did that at her new job. The relationship. So here's, here's the phone you answer is the relationship you're making, in. That's why she kept making the excuse. Of I, I couldn't say no. I didn't have a choice. And it's because she kept prioritizing the wrong thing. And that's what they're showing in the movie. But that's what caused that or what, you know, what they also use as a way of them breaking up. And I think that's um, important in some people's trajectories of their lives is if I was in a relationship with somebody and... Um, I had to work long hours. I mean, I I worked and went to college. Like, does that mean that I'm not prioritizing my other relationship in the long run, in the long term, because I'm making a short-term sacrifice? And that's to me what was happening here. Because I I I you mentioned Kristen, like he wasn't seeing it from her perspective. I literally wrote Nate isn't seeing outside of his own perspective of what's happening here that he's not willing to support her short term for a better long term trajectory. And um it's not like she ever came home and was resentful of So him. what was he doing that was specific that was like not supportive of her? Was he like I guess well, I, was he, he like he was I, she was overworking her. herself, yeah. She was being treated horribly, yeah. And he and he was telling her, "Hey, you're probably overworking for this this job that you're 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 trying to be a writer. This is fashion. You're not even writing things, so yeah. And he you're not so, doing anything towards your career goals. Uh, but, you're being treated but, not like a human being should be treated, and you're working yourself to it, death." She was essentially in an internship in a way. Of you're not hey, getting this, yeah. I didn't so see any the reason she for was doing her, it. She came home and he was like, he he mentioned. You, what happened to you making fun of people who cared about the, like, what happened to that? And, um, she went into it, you know, with her, she, she jumped into this position with a life jacket on, essentially. She wasn't, she was there to do like 
Nigel said she was complaining, not trying. And so once she started putting effort into this, that's when he started to resent her. It felt to me like he was saying, hey, you sold out. And seeing, I think that was the thing is he wasn't seeing it from her perspective of, oh, now I'm actually trying at this job. He was only seeing it as, why are you putting so much effort in this job you don't care about? See, and, and I don't. I, I, I think, think he's saying like, "Hey, you completely was. changed who you are as a person. You're not even joking about people like we used to joke about with people. You're not even like I can't even be myself around you anymore. You're not even the person I was in a relationship. You're who are you? You know." And if she kept being that person, then she wouldn't have had the success in this role that she had. But she just, and then yeah, she, she gets quits she gets the recommendation from Miranda at the end. That gets her the job. Well, I think it gets her the job. Yeah, and that, which I didn't that, get. And I will it, say... Like she's blackmailing everybody anyway. I will say Nate... Um, like, I don't think Nate's a villain. I think they were... These two didn't need to be in a relationship anymore. And so I like that they, that's how the movie ended was, hey... Yeah, which let, I'm fine with them not being not, in a relationship anymore. Yeah. And so I think it... We can jump into like that, like the ending, because okay. I think that's kind of where we... Because I personally... Rewatching this movie and stuff, like it makes me remember how like I thought it was weird that her and Nate would talk. Like she would, like I mean, I like I that they she were apologized get, to him. I thought they were getting yeah. back together I, at the end. I was like, what? No, I like I that like they that left she, it on. Good I like terms. that she. Well, he's like I don't know. There's cheese in Chicago or Yarlsberg in yeah. Chicago or Boston, wherever yeah. he's going, because that makes it sound like she's going to go see him. Yeah. See, and and so, in my mind, and wait, oh, in my but I was going to tie it back to the other thing. But you go ahead. You go ahead. In my mind, I was always like, why are they getting back together? They obviously are not good together. Like, yeah. they, people grow, people change. And this is kind of how their life went. Like, because she's, she's, even though, like, she's not the same, like, runway girl, like the fashion magazine, like, attitude she had where she was like, I got to say yes to Miranda all the time, blah, blah, blah. I feel like she did change for the better. Like, she became a more assertive person. She became not so meek and just saying yes to everything all mm-hmm. the time. And that's probably kind of who Nate fell in love with. And that's not her anymore. So I wish that they had just left them as friends. She said sorry to him because she did treat him badly by I don't think they got back herself. together. Do you yeah, I hope they, they didn't get back together because if they did, it's like, okay, to me, all, they yeah, literally to me, only broke up so she could sleep as... with that guy. That If they got back together, that's literally... I'm done with it then. No, I don't think I don't think them breaking up had anything to do with her wanting to sleep with that guy. No, I'm saying movie writing wise, if they got to get back together. Oh, was to make to give them just, an out to let yeah. them I see what you're saying. Um but see I interpreted them as, hey, we could get back together as young people do and they're probably never gonna they'll lose touch over the years and yeah, which they'll go on their own way. And um what I was gonna tie back into is Nate was prioritizing um this relationship in a way that was undercutting his career that he wanted to do was become a chef. And so, you know, when he, it took, she found out she was trying to juggle the two, mm-hmm. um, and not doing a great job. I don't think, wait, you know, can you say that can one say more that. time? I didn't hear what you said. What'd you say about Nate, what Nate was doing? So hold on. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. So, um, juggling the two, but Nate was, you know, he's working in a kitchen. He was, you know, not, putting himself out there to get to a higher level. And when they broke up, he went and interviewed for a sous chef job in Boston. Like he was at that point in his young career where he needed to take a next step. And he was letting the relationship 
um, pull him back. And sometimes young relationships, they have to take turns making sacrifices to get there. And they, the, their relationship, it wasn't, I don't think the right type of relationship to do that. And that could be just their age. It could be who they were. And so I think it was a good thing for both of them because he then was able to push himself in the right way. So I, li I like that part. I didn't much care for the way that the whole Meryl Streep thing ended where she just abandoned her in the car in Paris. I yeah. was like, you're, just, you're not even going to see this part th through? And I, I don't know. She was mad at her, but it just felt very like, okay, we need to hurry up and make their thing break apart to me. I didn't get why she threw her phone into the fountain. Like, <laughs> I felt like that was a little dramatic. Yeah. Like, that's like a $500 phone and... It has all your contacts in it, and <laughs> well, I, I, I was so confused about the whole money thing in general with this movie. But yeah, why are you gonna throw an expensive phone and things? Especially if you just quit your job. That just like you need. That. I think unless it's a company so, phone, maybe. Well, then you probably gotta pay for no, it. No, she right? had. I think she had that phone at the beginning. Didn't Did she? she? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, it might have been. Either, a I either way, you're making a good point, Jacob. She probably <laughs> would need to pay for it, or it would come out of her paycheck. Yeah, but and, the, and they obviously weren't making a lot of money, you know, and that was another thing was she was getting all this free stuff from Miranda and then she was giving it away. Like, you should probably sell that because you probably have to pay your rent and you're not doing too well as, a, you know, was, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Uh, I just, that, I, had a, I had a lot of. Uh, uh, and it, maybe she makes good money, f um, like in terms of money, but not good money for the work she's doing. Yeah. Like, that could be it too. And that was, um, and that was, um, in terms of the ending, she's worked though, to the bone. Yeah. In terms of the ending, though, I, it, it, felt, it felt like it was very, very fast all of a sudden uh, at, at the mm -hmm. end, kind of as soon as Paris happened. Uh, it all just was extremely rapid. Um, and I was, like, trying to take notes, like, okay, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? Uh, and I was like, okay, so they screw Nigel over at the end. Uh, and then, but she knew all along. And so there was, I, I was just so confused about, um, that and then I was like, okay, so, so my notes aren't great here, and maybe you'll be able to fill this in, Kristen or Alex. But I'm just like, okay, so wait, it's all blackmail, and nobody has any self value, and they're all just selling like whatever they can to save themselves. And I don't know, I yeah, I get it. Some it didn't, people are like, um, Miranda made herself indispensable so she could keep her job. Mm -hmm. Um, because her her job means like more the everything to her, and I think that was something Andy needed to see was you know you're it's a it's good to have your career like to have that trajectory, but then she was able to see okay no I don't want to I've I've gone this way with my um or no, let me just use a different physical thing that people can't hear on the podcast I put <laughs> more weight on this side but. She's like, I don't want to put all my weight on this thing, on my career. And so she was able to see, like, this is what could happen. If yeah, well, and, you know, she just got divorced. You know, can't live with mm -hmm. uh, a husband. I mean, and Nigel with. even said it because Andy was like earlier. He was like, or she's like, my whole life, I mean, personal life is going up in flames. And or my whole my personal life is hanging by a thread. 
And then Nigel's like, well, let me know when your whole life goes up in flames. That means it's time for a promotion. Yeah, it's, it's so almost like, even like he knows like that this job is very stressful and all consuming. Like, yeah. He, yeah, he's letting it consume him just as bad as Miranda is. And then like the ending, I <laughs> I kind of like the part where they're in the car and Mar- or Andy's kind of um, standing on like a pedestal for herself and is like. I could never do what you did to Nigel. Like, I just couldn't do that. And then Miranda's like, she's like, oh, but you already did to Emily. (laughs) Like, she says it so, like, dramatically, but it's like Mm -hmm. she did do that to Emily. Yeah. And that's what makes her change her mind about wanting to keep the job. I didn't, we didn't talk about that, but that whole scene where she, like, is telling Emily that she's not going to Paris and she gets hit by a car or whatever. Yeah. That whole thing, I was just Emily Blunt's so good in this movie, too. We didn't talk about her very much, but. We did not, (laughs) but she's not. She, when she's in the hospital and she's like telling whatever, she's like, "Fine, whatever, just go." Like, you wouldn't be more upset. You wouldn't be screaming, and yelling, and like, "This is you've been literally starving." Well, she just got hit by this. a car, so she's I, probably she's too probably exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I was just like, "Come on, it doesn't seem like you, anybody for this thing that you've been starving yourself for for months and your entire life caring about this. You don't seem to. You're just like eating a piece of bread. I don't care anymore. I don't know. I was just like, that's so funny. I like." I like at the end when she calls Emily and it's like, can you please help me take these, all this clothes I got from Paris? <laughs> and she's like, fine, <laughs> I'll do what? it. She's <laughs> like, it's a big imposition, and that was but I think thing. I can help you out. <laughs> I was just like, wait, so, but Emily still has her job and our, Emily's got the job back, which. Well, like, she's, she, well she always had the job, but she, she was just going to be been, the second assistant, yeah, not been, the first assistant. Oh, so I thought she was getting all. fired. No, she just was kind of. Um, got leapfrogged. By See, Andy. I thought she was getting fired, and then when uh, she was like, when she had thrown the coat and the what the jack or the purse on the other desk, not Anne's desk, I thought mm-hmm. she was saying, "Okay, you're the first now because Emily's yeah, fired." Yeah, that's or whatever. what she was saying. But yeah, no, that's not that exactly Emily was what that. Fired, though, and she's just like, that Emily she was yeah. the second. And so that's why she yeah. was being. You gotta, you gotta learn I how to see. do the devil. You yeah. gotta, you know, whatever. Um, and mm-hmm. so I was surprised when she was back at the thing, and I was like, "Wait, if you're back in the thing, you're just gonna get, you're getting all the free new fashion anyway. So what? You don't need these things from last year." I don't know. She needs it to wear for this year. <laughs> but uh, um, I also liked then the reference that she gets from Miranda. I thought that was a nice way to be like, "Okay, she made the impact." That well, I I like that too. I thought it was uh, a nice. But I was like, well, this doesn't go against with her character at all. Miller's character at all. See, I think sense. that shows that Andy had a little bit of an impact on Miranda. But I thought the whole point of the character is that nothing, she's nuclear, nothing can have an impact. And nothing that's going to hurt her can have an impact. So, the, like, the whole getting, like, she had to um, hurt Nigel. Like, that can't, that's not, she's going to make sure she's in a good spot but she got her heart melted just enough to you know throw andy a bone sure you don't do you not think it was a good no i don't think it makes sense for the characters or i don't think i felt like the ending was just like a cobbled group of okay, where are these characters supposed to be at? Let's try to see if we can get something in there. And it didn't make it. It didn't. It just. Well, and the way that she wrote the, I mean, 
the um, reference was this person is terrible. Yeah. But if you don't hire her, <laughs> you're she said an idiot. that yeah. she was one of the biggest disappointments. Disappointed, yeah. But if you don't hire her, you're an idiot. Yeah. Which I think is true. Like she was disappointed that she didn't turn into the a devil in Prada herself. But she knows that she's um, will be great at what she does. Mm-hmm. So the ending was kind of quick, but I mean there was some effective stuff in it. What, what did you think of the ending, Kristen? Um, I mean, like I was talking about before, I wish they had, I don't know, I wish they had kind of left it more open. Like, I mean, it was pretty open, but like, I don't know. I didn't, I, like I said before, I didn't, I can't form my words right now. (laughs) (laughs) You lost it. (laughs) I have. Um, so I didn't like that they kind of made it seem like Nate and Andy were going to get back together. I know you guys said that you don't think it is, but to me, yeah, it hey, felt we all like it. are interpreting well, this movie differently. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, and like I said, I felt like at first when I was right now, I was like, wait, are they getting back together? Like I, I was very confused about the whole ending, you know, mm-hmm. where I was like, what is happening here? What is this? You know? So, yeah. Like. I just kind of wish they left them at friends. Like, they're, I mean, you can be friends. You don't have to be together, but, like, you know, and. There's, um, so I read something that a- Adrian Grenier has said about this movie, too, and about Nate's role, because he plays Nate. Um, let me pull it up really quick. Can you guys vamp? Uh, I'm living in a vamp down by the river. <laughs> All right, got a giggle. So there's and a, a there's a whole <laughs> section. I was gonna vamping. I was gonna vamp like Paul Rust. <laughs> that one I showed you out. Like, yeah, it's like vamping. It's on a Gorley and Rust episode, and he, Gorley went to go get something, uh-huh. and Paul's like, I don't know, but I don't know where they like how old you are. You get a a permit or something, but that was that was the first time I saw a car. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'd never seen a car before. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, Gorley, help. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a a whole section on Wikipedia called Antipathy to Nate. And it talks about how um, a lot of people have said that Nate is their film's real villain. Um, And there's been a lot of people who who this has driven a lot of um, debate about. So I think it's very fair that we debated it. So I feel like um, I need to watch this movie again because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So here's what Grenier said. He on the film's 15th anniversary, Grenier weighed in when that whole thing first came out. I couldn't get my head around it. He ultimately came to the realization that he had more in common with the character at the time. And like Nate had not completely matured. Now, after taking time to reflect and much deliberation, I can realize the truth in that perspective. Nate couldn't support her like she needed because he was a fragile, wounded boy. Hathaway was more forgiving. I don't think everybody's being completely honest with themselves about their own poutiness. Nate was pouty on his birthday because his girlfriend wasn't there. In hindsight, I'm sure he wishes he made a different choice, but who doesn't? We've all been brats at different points. See, and that was my thing. It was like it's not like it was like a regular day. It was his birthday. Like, yeah, I think like D'Angelo yeah. fell asleep on our anniversary. Yeah, I was I pissed. I was pissed about it. I made a big deal about it because she fell asleep on her wedding anniversary. Like, I was mad. We didn't get to do anything. I had a whole day planned, but she slept the, the whole day away. You know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's it's not like she like Anne Hathaway was stuck at work. It's because like she was work. It was because D'Angelo yeah. had worked the day before, you know, and so she was tired, and you know, she wasn't doing a anyway. job she loved. She wasn't doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think your perspective is necessarily like there's debate about it, but um, I think it just shows like both these people didn't need to be together. These characters. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Kristen? Uh, I'll let you decide. <laughs> Unless J- Jacob does. No, nope, he doesn't. No, I was okay, going to say that. Uh, I was going to walk down the aisle. You know, I was going to do some fashion walks, some struts. Mm. Nice. Um, too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my yogurt. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> uh, Ratings, I guess we go to next, right? Yeah. Yeah. We hit everything right that we want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, we haven't. So oh. <laughs> I forgot the story I was going to tell. So on TikTok, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I saw this thing where some like a girl was just texting quotes of the movie to her boyfriend. And it was the scene where um, Andy first go like she first has to talk to Miranda because Emily's not there and so she's like Emily Emily and he's like that's you and then she runs in there and then Miranda's like I need 10 or 15 skirts from Calvin Klein (laughs) yeah and um, I was (laughs) I was texting that mono or that uh, quote to Alex and he was like um, hold on I said, I need 10 or 15 skirts from Calvin Klein. And he said, that's a lot. Why, LOL? And I said, please bore someone else with your questions. And make sure we have Pier 59 at 8 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> Find Jocelyn. I need to see a few of those satchels that Mark is doing in the pony. And he sent me, like, a gif of, like, confused. <laughs> and then I said, then tell Simone I'll take Jackie if Maggie isn't available. Did DeMarchelier confirm? And then Alex said, yeah, DeMarchelier said they'll be able to make it. And then I sent a <laughs> gif of Meryl Streep saying, that's all. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, I wrote down uh, on that part. Uh, I was like, as a communications professor, all I want to say is just clarify. Just be a little clearer. <laughs> there was <laughs> the, the, save part so two, much trouble. When Andy answers the phone for the first time, she's like, okay, and how do you spell gab- Gabbana? And then... <laughs> Um, Kristen was like, so she knows how to spell Dolce? <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, that's Dolce funny. and Gabbana, but she like, got hung up on Gabbana, which that's is funny. just spelled the way it's spelled or sounds like. Yeah. like. <laughs> that's good. I didn't even catch that. Okay. Final ratings and stuff. Who should go first, Kristen? You're in the driver's seat. Well, I've already said was... mine a bunch, so. Yeah, yeah you have. Jake's <laughs> did three, three stars. Three and a half. Oh, three and a half. My review is. Oh shit. Uh, my review is the cast of this movie is really good, but I didn't much care for the actual story. To be honest, I didn't really find any of the characters worthy of my love. They are all kind of horrible people, even the side characters, except Stanley Tucci, who of course gets fucked in the end. Nice. Hey, Alex. I don't remember seeing him get fucked in his end. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I gave it four stars. <laughs> I said, 
<laughs> my my review is kind of lame. I was just making a silly review. Um, I said Meryl is so damn good, and Stanley Tucci too. Oh, and Emily Blunt. What a cast. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> but nice. it's really good. Um, I like this movie. There's obviously some things that are kind of silly and dumb about it, and so it's not five stars, but four stars. For you. For for everybody. Stars. No, I'm just kidding. It's no scoop, <laughs> so I'll tell for you that me, much. Because um, sometimes, like, when I rewatch movies and everything, like, I change my rating sometimes, you know, but <laughs> this one is obviously a very stapled five star, mm-hmm. like, and a heart. Because it's one of my favorite movies. It's in my top four on Letterboxd. Um, and my review that I put this time was, this will always be one of my favorite movies. And then I used the quote, uh, don't be ridiculous, and- Andrea. Everybody wants this. Everybody wants to be us. So, yeah. Cool. I can definitely see why this is like a comfort movie. It's yeah, very cozy. I felt comfortable watching this movie. Uh, and like I said, I didn't. I didn't was never bored through it. I followed along. I was interested. Uh, um, when you knew that we had to watch this, were you like, "Oh man, I don't yeah. know about this." <laughs> I was like, "I don't want to watch this stupid movie." Yeah, I I was like, "What do I have to watch next?" Is sister Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants <laughs> is what I was thinking. Oh god! But no, it was good. Yeah, I liked it more than I was expecting okay. to like it. So. Yeah. Well, good. If I'm you, glad because I you were, you were going to absolutely hate it. And you had to be like, remember that time we watched The Devil Wears Prada? Let me get myself in this situation. Hold on. Okay. All right. You have just um, – you were up for a promotion, but it turns out that your boss was actually about to get shit-canned herself, so she sacrificed you, and now you're dying um, <laughs> because of it. <laughs> and I, and I came up to you and I'm like, you. Jacob – Remember that time we watched The Devil Wears Prada? Are you happy that you saw it? Or could you have died right here, having never seen it? I could have died. (laughs) Sorry, Kristen. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It would have... Actually, to just see Meryl Streep in this performance, I think it was worth it. Yeah. Cool. And Tucci, man. And Tucci. I like Tucci. I was going to say... You keep talking about how good Tucci is. You gotta I, lo- I just want to Tucci the Tucci. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Um, so, yeah. So that was uh, my pick was the Devil Wears Prada. And the next person to choose is me again. So. No. No, it's my turn. <laughs> so, but why? Because I know what you're going to choose. Do you? Because <laughs> I don't. doesn't want to watch it. Um, oh. She doesn't. So I'll just preface by saying, Kristen doesn't like the director of the movie that I'm picking. So it's crazy, just, which which I think is a little surprising. I think she like she know. knows he's a good director, but she thinks he's a creep. Yeah, <laughs> which I, mean, I think he is a. That's fair. A I don't disagree. That's fair. With yeah. You. <laughs> um, separate the art from the artist, Kristen. No. So, um, since this is our longest episode in a while. We should go watch maybe the longest movie in a while. How long was Music <laughs> Man? That was really long, wasn't that it? That was such that a long movie. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm sorry to do this, but I really have been wanting to watch this movie again for a while. And this might be the only chance I have to um, require Kristen to watch this <laughs> movie. Because <laughs> this is my favorite Tarantino movie. 
um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh. I think it's a it's a total vibe. This movie. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm so I know this movie is an era movie. Uh, like uh, it's set in a certain era. So I'm gonna try to figure out what era that is before. <laughs> you're gonna be movie. lost completely. You're not gonna know <laughs> you're like, what time future? period you're in. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. Uh, I'm ready. For, I'm ready for the challenge. Okay. <laughs> Jacob, did, was this in our? Did you send this to me or to the? I'll take three chat about I, that '70s show. I think I said. To, I don't know. I think did I you see that? Like, I'll take three. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Know. I think it was an I'll take three too. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I was to the I'll take three. Yeah. Okay. Because it was. Uh, what's the name? Who, who who plays Kitty? I can't remember her name. Deborah uh, Rupp. Yeah, Deborah Joe Rupp. Yeah, she was like. She was like. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know the movie was set in the. I didn't know that that seventy show show was set in the seventies. I had no idea. <laughs> it's like that's me. That's me the whole time. Yep. It's, it's somewhere Jacob. in there. Uh, here we go. Yeah, I've got it. Right here. I was in a bit of shock because I did not realize that this was set in the seventies until I saw the appliances on the set. I somehow missed that part in the script. So. Like the title, you mean? Yeah, so, yeah, that's me. Just like, oh, it's a Jacob. No, I'm like, you what? The appliances wouldn't have given it away to you. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I would have been lost. Okay. So, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood next, and then it will be your turn, Kristen, to pick your theme mm. movie. Ooh. And so, if you want to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood twice in a row, you could. No, thanks. Kristen's going to do that for sure. No, I will She'll not. Actually, this is even going to be very hard to watch it once. So it's so good, yeah. though. It's really, really good. It's yeah. not only that, but it's like the story of it. Because I don't like that story. I don't like that that happened in real life. And I get what the movie's about, but it's like I just don't have any want to watch it. So that's like me on Devil Wears Prada. Like I get that How stuff like you? this happens. And you'll be but... pleasantly surprised <laughs> when you enjoy it. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Okay, so yeah, we're going to be watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and we're going to talk about it at another time on the next episode. So be there. <laughs> be, there be there at another time. That's so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, so just uh, rate and review us. Is that a thing? Rate, yeah. review, okay. like, subscribe. They say that five on stars. podcasts a lot, so I'll say that too. Um, yeah, give us five stars because we're awesome, like the Devil Wears Prada. And <laughs> um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I forgot what our Twitter handle is. I'll take three podcasts. Okay. Um, or if you want to follow me, I am at I am Kristen One. You can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Jake Duke. And I am at Alex Expressed. So, yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. Thanks for coming. The Devil Wears Prada. You're still here? That's all. (laughs) Go home. (laughs) You can't stay here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Bye. All right. Goodbye. Strike a pose. Hello, everybody. Welcome to I'll Take Three. Don't laugh at me. (laughs) Gosh, you messed me up.
Are we starting again? Yes. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Do you guys hear that? Yeah. No. I was oh, really interested. It sounded like I could hear it. Ew, like, it's like your fart is in your face right now. <laughs> you just farted in our faces. He farted in his own face. Oh, yeah, because now he put his face <laughs> right there where he farted. <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay. <clears throat> it's gonna be okay, worth it when I have the audio.